for the week of May 1st, 2023. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition. And every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week, we're talking about a chemical called transglutaminase. Hmm. I know it sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? It's a weird, long word. Yes. It sounds chemical-y. Yes, it does sound chemical-y. <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to sort of break it down the word and then also just describe what this is and how it's used in foods and in the body. Okay. So, um, first of all, let's just describe something called glutamine. Okay. So, glutamine is an amino acid that is found in pretty well most proteins that exist in nature. Okay. So, any food that you eat that has protein in it, uh, or any of the proteins that are made within our body, um, probably contain glutamine as one of the amino acids that okay. make up that protein. Very common, so, very normal. Very common, very normal, yeah. So so the word trans means across, or sometimes it means linking things together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ending ASE actually refers to an enzyme. So the word transglutaminase is a uh, a term for an enzyme mm. that is found in nature um, and also in artificial products as well. Hmm. So um, many foods use this uh, transglutaminase um, to help improve the texture and the taste of hmm. the food. And oftentimes it is used in meat products. Um, I'm I'm going to name off a couple of things that people probably find in the frozen aisle or, you know, sometimes even in the the, uh, fresh aisle. Um, Imitation crab meat Mm -hmm. is an example of something that would use transglutaminase. Um, Meatballs, um, any kind of uh, like maybe like a meatloaf that's been made and then fr- like sold as like a frozen food. Okay. Sometimes. So what uh, transglutaminase does is it speeds up the linking of protein molecules so that they stick together. Okay. Um, and sometimes because of this, it can actually even happen in the body as well. Um, but we call it's called nature's biological glue. Mm -hmm. Um, that's just sort of like a kind of a common term that's been given to it Mm -hmm. because it actually does that in our, uh, in our body naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, but when used in food production and like processed foods, um, sometimes they call it meat glue, Mm. um, because of this, because it makes, uh, like I said, uh, imitation crab meat, but it may be found in baked goods. It could be found in cheeses or yogurt. It is definitely certainly found in hot dogs Mm. and other lunch meat type things. Um, It may even be found in like salad dressings or tofu. Mm -hmm. So it's not just exclusive to meat, although the the term meat glue might imply that. Um, It's used in any uh, type of food where they're trying to get a better texture and it, it's like a binder. It holds mm-hmm. things together right. and it holds proteins together. And one of the things that I, I think oftentimes people 
you know, if you're not fully educated in the, all the nuances of nutritional biochemistry and all of that is that we always o o just think of protein as being a type of food that we eat. But proteins are found in everything. Mm -hmm. um, proteins is actually a whole category of compounds that exist both within our body and then also in plants and animals as mm -hmm. well. So when we say proteins, we're, you know, for example, uh, I, there may be a, pr a type of protein in, say, um, you know, a fruit or a vegetable that now needs to be sort of binded together to a protein in another food to kind of hold that together and uh, give it a texture that it probably wouldn't have or it would just kind of fall apart. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you think about it, something like a, a hot dog, you know, we've, we've heard the, the horror stories about what hot dogs are made out of, mm -hmm. you know, like they might be made out of all of the undesirable parts of, of a bee, of a cow or, mm -hmm. or, or a pig. Right. Well, that that's actually true that, you know, a lot of undesirable parts are used, but they have to be binded together somehow. I mean, you mm -hmm. can't just take one thing and then blend it all up in a blender and then accept it, expect it to stick together. They need to add things to it in order for that to happen and give mm -hmm. it that texture of a hot dog. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, if you there's no way you're going to, you know, just have a, a whole pig and cook it and then get a hot dog out of that. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you can you can get, you know, pulled pork out of that, but you're not going to get a hot dog. The hot dog has to be made or manufactured by binding together a bunch of things. So it's a it's a binder. It's a binder. Yeah. Now, now, interestingly enough, in our bodies, this uh, transglutaminase, uh, it has, a you know, some purposes in our body. Mm. One is it works to. Um, uh, form the blood clotting factors in, mm. in our body. Like, for example, when we get a cut or something, you know, we have blood clotting factors that are produced so that we stop bleeding. Mm. You know, you're, you know, you get a cut and you bleed, but then of course it stops, right? Right. And that's due to blood clotting factors that are being produced. Okay. Okay. We also, it's also used in the production of sperm in the body. So, so this is, it's not necessarily a bad thing in the body. It has purpose. Okay. Um, but when we're using it in food products, people might get freaked out by where we get this from. I mean, we get, we get transglutaminase either from the blood clotting factors from cows or pigs. Um, and then they're used in the foods. Like this may be, this might actually come as a surprise, but it's very possible that um, blood clotting factors from a cow or a pig to get transglutaminase might be used in something like cheese or yogurt. Mm -hmm. um, you, it can also be derived from bacteria that is extracted from plants. Mm -hmm. So there are there is a plant source of transglutaminase as well. Okay. So that might be what we would find in like tofu or okay. something, right? So, um, you know, so people can, can get a little freaked out by this. Now, um, now, is it good for you or not? I mm -hmm. guess that's the question, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like, is this healthy? Are there any health issues associated with eating this? And um, yeah, there there is actually. Um, we're we're starting to find that um, that it, it there are some safety concerns that may be linked to some health risks, and one of the the major concerns is how this particular enzyme. Um, 
works in a way that could be potentially harmful to the gut lining. Mm. And um, anyone who has any kind of gut issue already, like if you have celiac disease or any kind of irritable bowel disease like mm-hmm. Crohn's or mm-hmm. ulcerative colitis or just IBD, which is you know sort of that umbrella term for any kind of irritation in the gut. Mm-hmm. Um, people who have this um, may need to be careful because um, your immune system may mistakenly recognize this transglutaminase um, as a, a basically like a foreign invader in the body, just like it recognizes gluten as a foreign invader. And then it launches this inflammatory response against it. Uh. And then this can create inflammation in the gut lining, which could then create leaky gut syndrome. Mm. So now, you know, they, the caution is for people who are already compromised for this, but I mean, you know, the rest of us could potentially have an, uh, a reaction to this as well. It could be causing a leaky gut on maybe more of a, a more microscopic level, not a big inflammatory level, but it's happening. So it sounds like it's all about volume, that uh, we normally get some of this and that's okay. But if you have it with um, processed foods, you may tend to have too much of it and that's when it becomes an issue. Is, am I understanding that right? Yeah, that. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Now, of course, the one thing that um, I I read, you know, sort of like the warnings on all of this, and you know, what, what is it safe or not? I mean, obviously, the FDA recognizes it as safe. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it you know it wouldn't right. be we so wouldn't widely be to... used in right. foods. But um, but um, there is you know one of the things they say is that you know this is mainly found in processed foods. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to find an added amount of transglutaminase to any whole natural foods. Mm-hmm. So it's really in foods, you know, like chicken nuggets and hot dogs. And, and actually there's an interesting thing I read about, um, shrimp, um, or noodles that are made of meat. Like mm-hmm. there's these shrimp noodles that I read about that, mm. I guess it's some, some new type of noodle that would be like low carb, hmm. but um, that would have transglutaminase in it. Um, like I said, sausages or any kind of meat product that's like a formed into a sausage shape or some other you know type of thing where you can tell that it wasn't like originally from the animal. It had to be formed into this product, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, but yeah, I mean, the best way to, to try to avoid this is just to eat a process-free diet. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we go, Dee? No, that's it. I mean, sometimes people might think that they're going to see the word transglutaminase on an ingredient level label, but they probably won't. So they yeah. won't? Typically not. They typically don't see that as an ingredient on the label because apparently it's not necessarily considered an, 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 a, an ingredient per se. It's more of a, I guess, you know, like it's a, it's a, it's a something that they say breaks down in the process of digestion. So oh. it's not an ingredient that they're going to have to list on the, on the uh, label. Oh. Yeah. So that, so, and I find that to be somewhat of a deceptive thing about this transglutaminase. So you can't even watch for it. Yeah, you're not like if you read the ingredients on a 
you know, a, a hot dog or a sausage, you're probably not going to see transglutaminase on there. Oh, that's very sad. <laughs> yeah. It's another way that the food industry has little loopholes that they can get away with certain things. Well, thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.